All over the world, people are hitting the streets and they're demanding changes. Yes, big changes from their governments. But one of the regions where dissatisfaction with current political leaders seem particularly widespread and pretty high at the moment is Latin America. I'm Rosalia Buddy. Join me as in this episode, we'll be looking at what is happening in Latin America. So why don't we begin? Let's think about the following countries. Well, let me start off with Chile. Yes, one of the region's most prosperous and stable nations is also one of the most unequal countries on earth by some measures, of, of course. Well, that's why a recent 3% subway fare increase in the capital city of Santiago touched off massive ongoing and I should say spectacularly colorful protests across the country that threatens the survival of the center-right president Sebastian Piñera's government. Why don't we shift over to Bolivia? Yes, protesters and general strikers are demanding a recount of the last week's presidential elections in which loyal left-winger Evo Morales actually go around term limits and won the fourth. Yes, you heard me right. The fourth term under apparently fishy and little bit shady situations. In Argentina, of course, the voters this past Sunday booted this market-friendly president Macri after just one term, giving a fresh chance to the leftist populace who had to run the country until Macri's um, own upstart victory back in 2015. In Honduras, of course, while protesters want to ouster the president Juan Orlando Hernandez, by the way, whose brother was just convicted in the United States court, yes, federal court of state-sponsored drug trafficking charges, while Mr. Hernandez has already been on thin ice with his own people. In 2015, he was able to maneuver around term limits and last year won re-election in a controversial vote uh, that was full of fraud and allegations of other types of uh, fraudulent activities and obviously violent protests. Let's shift over to Haiti. Yes, violent protests calling for the resignation of the president who is implicated in corruption scandals, have paralyzed the country and threatened to unleash a humanitarian disasters in what is already unfortunately the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Now down to Ecuador, hundreds of thousands took to the streets recently in anger at a fuel subsidy, yes, fuel subsidy cut meant to help balance the budget and reduce emissions. While the subsidies have been in a way restored and the protests have ended while the government is in the same difficult position as before. Why? Well, how to balance its books without angering the, in a way, population very reluctant and uncertain to make fresh sacrifices and take those austerity measures while elite, uh, in a way, live in luxury. Down in Uruguay, the progressive broad front coalition have governed since 2005. But with the economy flagging and crime in a way rising, yes, in particular in the capital of Montevideo, their presidential candidate Daniel Martinez on Sunday failed to win outright in the first round of the country's presidential elections. As a result, the youthful center-right candidate Luis Alberto Lacalle Pou is positioned to pull off an upset in November 24th runoff. So we'll be watching. So, why so mad and angry? Well, 
in the first decade and a half of this 21st century that we're living in, Latin America had it pretty good. Think about it. The commodity boom lifted all boats, bringing tens of millions of people out of poverty. But as people's horizon, in a way, begin to expand, so did their expectations of continually, in a way, continually rising these living standards and cleaner governments with less corruption, safer cities, uh, better school and education system, improved schools, and obviously better roads and infrastructure. Well, the end of the commodity boom left a lot of ill-prepared governments high and dry, while a, a bit of corruption, maybe I should say a bit more, rash of corruption scandals rocked the region. And although inequality has fallen over the past 20 years, it is still pretty high. Well, here's what I think: this is not about left and right in Latin America. It is about outsiders versus insiders. In fact, nearly. 80% of Latin Americans say existing parties don't govern in the popular interest, up from about approximately 60% just a decade ago. Well, in just the past two years, think about it. For example, Brazil has elected an upstart from a radical right as a president as it can get, while in Mexico they voted in a, a very left-wing nationalist to the office. Here's what I think. Things aren't going to get easier, unfortunately. People's expectations and grievances are high, but governments have less money to spend around. So expect a social rumbling in a region to get worse before it gets better. But we'll be watching closely.